I don't know what the meaning of life is, but I do know there are ways to create greater meaning in life. Find out next on the Quest for Life podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Quest for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Ed Slover, and I'm fiercely passionate about my faith, family, and friends, and all the blessings each brings into my life. Today we wrap up episode 50 in season two of the Quest for Life podcast, and I believe the conversation today is timely, as the holidays, at least for most, are a time of reflection in preparation for the new year. The title of the episode, Meaning in Life, is not to be confused with meaning of life. According to research, meaning in life reflects the feeling that a person's existence has coherence, purpose, and significance, and is a fundamental human need that strongly influences both psychological and physical well-being. This differs, of course, from the age-old pursuit of trying to understand the meaning of life, which tends to focus on questions like, why am I here? Do we have a soul? Does God exist? Today, I'm not going to attempt to tackle the meaning of life, but rather discuss ways in which we can create greater, more significant meaning in life. Before delving into that, it's important to frame this idea in a number of philosophical schools of thought. The first is existentialism. This school of thought asserts that our lives have no inherent meaning or purpose, but rather it's the purpose that we create for ourselves that gives us a sense of meaning. Another way of saying this is that there is no God, no higher power, no omniscient moral authority that creates meaning in the universe or the world. Thus, it's up to every individual to create meaning and purpose in their own lives. Next is pragmatism which is a philosophical tradition that suggests that beliefs are guides to action that should be judged against the outcomes those actions create rather than any abstract principles. Ultimately, people create meaning based on practical utility, and utility is the quality or state of being useful. Within pragmatism, people create meaning based on the practical utility of the outcomes as a result of the actions taken. Another is Christianity. Christians hold the belief that life has significance because of God's love for us, and that a Christian's purpose is to love and serve God, as well as loving and serving others. Christians believe that God has a coherent plan for our life, immaterial of whether that plan is made clear to us or not. These are just three worldviews that help us frame the idea of finding meaning in life. And there are many, many others, but these serve to provide a basis for understanding and appreciating that we all live by philosophical precepts, whether we know it or not or care to admit it or not. It should be noted that there's a school of thought that shuns the notion that life has any meaning at all, and that's called nihilism. Fundamentally, nihilism rejects generally accept, accepted aspects of human existence, with nihilists holding the belief that life is meaningless. This philosophy holds that all values are baseless and that nothing can be truly known and that existence is senseless and useless. For these folks, all I want to do is give them a hug. So now that we have that out of the way, I'm going to discuss the foundational elements of what it means to find or have meaning in life and then provide examples of how we can 
live a life of greater meaning and purpose. Let's get started. Researchers and psychologists Frank Martella and Michael Steger published a paper in the Journal of Positive Psychology in 2016, breaking down the tenets of what it means to have a meaningful life. The first is coherence. This relates to how things fit together, which is accompanied by an understanding that things happen in our lives for a reason, even if we don't know what that reason is in the moment. Now, personally, I find the expression things happen in our life for a reason to be somewhat banal and uninteresting because of course things happen in our lives for a reason. We just might not know what that reason is in the moment. So what coherence does, it allows us to make sense of our lives either in the moment or after the fact. Next is purpose. This relates to the existence of goals and aims, which is grounded in the idea that we're alive to do something. You can think about purpose as a personal mission statement or as our reason for being. Finally, significance. This idea asserts that life has inherent value and by extension, our lives matter because without our existence, the world would be worse off. I absolutely advocate for this. When we show up by living by and through our virtues and values, we make the world a better place. And when we fail to do that, we make the world worse off. So with coherence, purpose, and significance serving as our foundation, let's get into a number of ways to enhance the meaning in our lives. The first is responsibility. Renowned psychologist and former concentration camp prisoner during World War II, Viktor Frankl, wrote in his acclaimed book, Man's Search for Meaning, that, quote, ultimately, man should not ask what the meaning of life is, but rather must recognize that it is he who asked. In a world, each man is questioned by life, and he can only answer to life by answering for his own life. To life, he can only respond by being responsible, unquote. Being responsible for something gives us direction and focus, and the first thing we must be responsible for is ourselves. This starts by getting our lives together. For example, as a university professor, I come across countless students, mostly young men, that waste their days and nights away playing video games. Rather than spending their time with things that add productive value to their lives, they prefer to escape into fantastical worlds in the pursuit of momentary hedonic pleasure. The reality is that while these are fun moments, they're not ultimately helpful to their lives because they're ignoring their responsibilities, such as attending class, studying for exams, or heck, learning what it means to be an adult. For these people, taking responsibility for themselves would allow them to show up differently in the world through the recognition that their lives have far greater significance than wasting away in video game land. Now, I get that I'm picking on young men in this example, but the same holds for adults that don't have their act together. You see, we have to take responsibility for our lives because we only have one of them. We only have one life and not showing up in the world detracts from what we can add to the world. Once we get our act together, then we can take responsibility for things outside of ourselves, such as taking care of pets or having a serious romantic relationship or raising kids. 
being able to handle the obligations associated with these things because we showed up differently in the world enhances the lives of the people we let into our world. For example, when I became a dad, I was overwhelmed by the responsibility of now being a dad. When my daughter was born, I didn't know this person. She was a stranger. I was, I knew she was my daughter. I knew that I was now responsible for her, but I, I also didn't know her. And I didn't fall in love with her right away. In fact, it took about three weeks of getting to know her before I actually fell in love with her. Now, I was meeting my responsibilities by taking care of her, feeding her, changing her diaper, everything you need to do with an infant. But it wasn't until about week three that she was in the world that it finally hit me that in order to take care of her, I needed to show up differently in the world first for myself so I could ultimately be a better dad for her. And it's a tremendous obligation to take care of others. And we can't possibly be good enough for them if, we, if, if we're a mess with taking responsibility for ourselves. But when we get it right, it, at least right more often than not, it provides incalculable meaning in our lives that we can see. And others' responses to us in, in moments like that, others' responses to us serves as proof that we're living a life of responsibility rather than simply flailing in the breeze. Next, we need meaningful relationships because relationships are the tapestry of meaning. Those people that believe they can get along in the world without other people are both naive and foolish, if for no other reason that our lives are fragile. We need others to help us. We need cooperative relationships. We need others at times to hold us up when the sky is falling all around us. We all know life involves suffering and suffering in isolation isn't living, it's existing, where people are simply waiting to be rescued by a hero that will never arrive. But if we're able to develop relationships that are built on love, respect, and trust, we have a shot at finding meaning in our life as, as, as a whole, rather than just you know, constituent parts. But what it also does, it allows us to see awe all around us. And that's awe, A-W-E. It allows us to find awe all around us. And we get to share in those experiences with others. For example, art, music, poetry, sports, you name it. Experiencing the beauty in each of those things allows for the creation of memorable moments and our lives are a composite of a series of moments stacked on top of each other and forms the mosaic of our lives. Sharing those moments with others creates meaning in our lives, if for no other reason, that it reminds us that we're not alone. We can even look at individual conversations and find awe in those individual conversations. When I was in my late teens and early 20s, I was an angry young man. My father passed away when I was 13. There was a series of events when I was a teenager that fundamentally left me on my own to fend for myself. Now, I was, certainly wasn't homeless. I always had food in the fridge, but I was having to reconcile emotions for the loss of my father really on my own. And what I ended up doing is I ended up grounding in, in education. I consumed as much information as I possibly could. And when you identify with being intelligent coupled with being angry, at least in my case, it created a situation where I alienated and hurt a lot of people. 
And I ultimately lost a, a relationship with one of my sisters. And in my early 20s, I asked her once, like, why don't we have a relationship? And she said, Ed, because you're a jerk. And in that moment, I found awe. I found awe in my sister having the courage to be able to pull that out of my blind spot. And once things are pulled out of our blind spot and we have recognition of something, it's willful, willful ignorance beyond that to not go and do something about it. I found meaning in that moment because I found awe in my sister's courage. We cannot find meaning in our lives without relationships. Another way we find meaning is by setting goals. Like responsibility, goals give us something to direct our lives towards. We need something to aim at. We need a North Star to help guide our lives. And having goals gives us the motivation to pursue something. The meaning that's found in having goals isn't just in achieving the goal or the result, but also in having navigated the journey along the way, having navigated the process. Ultimately, it's the accomplishment of the smaller goals along the way that allows us to truly appreciate having achieved the ultimate goal because upon reflection, we take stock of the adversity we had to push through in order to realize the original aim. Think about it this way. Most people gain, most people gain little to no sense of meaning out of being given something. While we may find some type of short-term pleasure in having been given something for nothing, the fact is when there's no work or toil, no adversity or challenge to overcome, it leaves most people feeling a sense of emptiness. For example, children that receive participation trophies for, for simply having competed don't feel the same sense of accomplishment the winners of the competition do, and nor should they. Conversely, when we step into the struggle and push through the adversity by making incremental progress towards our goals, that gives us meaning because we're able to justify the decision for having pursued the goal in the first place. We gain a greater sense of self looking back on everything that we achieved. It also gives us a greater sense of self-efficacy that we can pers persist through future challenges. Personally, I experienced this during my doctoral program. Now, a bit of context, a doctoral dissertation is comprised of five chapters, and I was halfway through my, my coursework where I had to compose chapter two. That's called the uh, literature review. And I submitted the initial draft to my dissertation committee chair. And if you think about most Word documents, they're mostly white. And I got his feedback back with the track changes in Word, and the document was mostly red. And I was just absolutely despondent and didn't know whether or not I wanted to continue on. Well, quite frankly, I wanted to quit. And the thing that kept me going was less about actually becoming a doctor and more about I wasn't ready to start paying back my student loans just yet. And what in ultimately that became a, a shift in the goal. And I realized that that day was going to end and tomorrow was going to be a fresh start. And I, I focused on also being more than halfway through my program. And it's like, okay, so the ultimate goal is to finish 
a, a sub goal of that is to not pay back my student loans uh, sooner than I absolutely have to. And then it became about writing every paragraph better, making every sentence better. So it was this series of sub goals that ultimately rolled up into the larger goal. And fortunately, I was able to write and then successfully defend my dissertation and become a doctor in early 2007. But had I not been willing to persist through the challenges, I, I would have left a lot on the table for future challenges. The last thing I'll discuss is finding meaning through charity. Helping those in need provides countless benefits. Not only does it stimulate the, the pleasure circuits in the brain with the release of endorphins and oxytocin, but it also allows us to develop greater empathy for those that may be less fortunate than us. This gives us a sense of meaning in our lives when we value positive outcomes for others. People like feeling responsible in some small way for the positive impact they have on other people's lives. This can take the form of donating money or time or simply engaging in some random act of kindness for a stranger. And while most people engage in charity in the attempt to help others, the meaning derived from doing this is for ourselves because it's something we believe in. It's something we value. It allows us to show up and make the world a better place. For example, I've had the opportunity and privilege of volunteering at Feed My Starving Children. And if you're not familiar with that organization, what they do is provide dry food that can be rehydrated and consumed to, uh, for kids in underdeveloped countries. And it's extraordinarily rewarding. It's also in really, really hard work uh, to put all of these meals together. But volunteering in those moments um, it just adds so much meaning to my life because not only am I doing something uh, for someone else, I'm also, I'm also reinforcing what it is that I value. It's the meaning that I derive from it. And as a consequence of living by and through my values, I'm able to actually benefit others in the world. And this ties back to the idea that I've echoed throughout this episode is that when we live by and through our values and virtues, we show up better in the world. And that's our payment for this life. And when we fail to do that, when we incur the debt of not doing that, we make the world worse off. As we wrap up season two of the Quest for Life podcast, please give some thought to how you create meaning in your life and what you find meaningful about your life. Then give some thought to how you can create greater meaning in your life. For my part, I can't not find meaning in my life. It shows up every day. It shows up in my faith. It shows up in my family. It shows up in my friends. It shows up in my work. It shows up everywhere, and I'm in awe constantly. What's interesting is I'm generally skeptical about just automatically accepting things, and I, I give a really critical eye uh, to most everything. I don't take anything for granted, and yet, in spite of that, I see awe and meaning in my life every day. What it does is it brings coherence, purpose, and significance to my life. So I'll ask you, what brings coherence, purpose, and significance to your life? Because once you identify those, you'll find meaning in your life every day, everywhere. You'll be in awe all the time. It's food for thought. 
Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, fellow questers. I look forward to continuing our conversation in 2023 with the start of season three of the Quest for Life podcast. God bless. You can contact the show at thequestforlife.com. That's the quest number four life.com. Be sure to pass this episode on to a friend that you might think would get some value out of it, maybe even find some meaning in it. As always, thank you for joining the conversation.